Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thirty-three episodes in. That's what you're about to listen to. I'm Kobe. I'm Helen. And this is Flix Watcher Podcast. Today we are reviewing Opja, the 2007 film from June Ho Snowpiercer Bong, and our guests are Gail. Hello, I'm Gail Porter. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> you're very welcome. And Boyd. Hello. Thank you for having me as well. Guys, if you want to get in touch, join us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod. Come and visit us on our website, FlixWatcher.tv, and go to iTunes. Subscribe to us, review, and share with your friends, because sharing is caring. So all films were available on Netflix at the time of recording, guys. Just as a bit of a warning, there is some bad language, and there will be spoilers. You have been warned. So this episode of FlixWatcher Podcast has been brought to you by Geo Productions. And I have to say a massive thanks to Geo Productions. They have been holding my hand on FlixWatcher with Helen and I with their superb sexual editing skills. They're producing podcasters and helping podcasters like ourselves help them sound awesome. So we really want to big you guys up. And they said, if anyone out there wants to be a podcaster and wants their help, then reach out to them, podcast at glpro.co.uk and tell them that FlixWatcher sent you and you'll get 10% of your first package of your first order. So you've got nothing to lose. Hello and welcome to this edition of Flix Watcher Pod. Today we are joined by our special guests, Gail Porter and Boyd Hilton. If you would like to say hello, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and where we might be able to find you online. Oh my gosh, Boyd, do you want to go first? I'm Gail, obviously, because I've got the girly voice. Boyd? I thought you were going, for, you, you were going first. I know, going first, but do you know what? I yeah, thought we'd just have a fair bit enough. of a... Yeah, I like How it. are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Uh, yeah, I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm on... Um, well, you can get me I'm on Twitter. That's my name, and that, it's at Boyd Hilton. Mm-hmm. Same on Instagram. And I've got two podcasts currently running weekly. One is called Footballistically Arsenal, and it is, funnily enough, about Arsenal. And uh, my sidekick on it is a guy called Josh who works in this very office. And he's he has been, been on. He's and been he's been guest. on, yes. yeah. There you go. So I thought cool. if Josh has done it, I've got to do it. Yeah. And then I also have a podcast called The Unmissables, which we record at Heat Magazine, which is where I work. And that is like a weekly pop culture entertainment, but mainly TV review. Which and means you have to watch a lot of Netflix. I do watch a lot of Netflix, yeah. Which Huge amounts. Coincidentally Both. perfect for this show. Yeah, right, yeah. And yeah, my job title is Entertainment Director at Heat Magazine. Yeah, and I do lots of things like you know I interview people and I do host events at BAFTA and stuff like that. That's yeah, it. That's sounds me. like a rubbish job. 
Yeah, I want that job. Boys, it, please may I be your assistant? Yes, anytime. Thank Gail. you very anytime. much. <laughs> and who are you, Gail? Uh, who am I? Oh my gosh. Wow. I've been asked that many a time. My name's Gail Porter. I'm a, a bold lady that works on the television and I'm writing a book and I love my movies and I'm a mum and I yeah, I got naked quite a few times and I do kind of anything. And yeah, I watch a lot of films. I watch a lot of Netflix. And um, yeah, I, do you know what my daughter said to me the other day? My daughter who's now 15. She yep. said, mommy, what do you do? And I went, do you know what? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. But all I know is I'm happy. Fantastic. And also I don't have to buy shampoo. So it's a win-win from me. But also you're quite a regular guest on um, the Distraction Peace Network with Scroobius Pip and the Hardcore Listings guys. Yeah, I work a lot with them, Hardcore Listings and Scroobius Pip and I do a lot on the right stuff. And yeah, I just talk a lot and write a lot. And um, I think my, my calling at the moment is finishing my novel. So I'm extremely excited about that. Uh, Can you let us know yeah, anything about that? It's a little bit like Girl Interrupted meets Train Spotting. Oh. Wow, fantastic. So it's good. kind of... Sounds great. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the synopsis do, yeah. if you would like yeah. to read it. Has it got a title? Can you reveal the title? I can't come up with one. Actually, oh, we okay. should have a chat about this. Okay. That's the only thing I've got. I've got <laughs> like three or four different publishers that want it. Yeah. And I haven't decided on who I want. Mm. And I can't decide on a title. Because okay. I was going to come up with Not Dead Yet, but then Phil Collins blinking named his oh, tour yeah. that. yeah. That's Damn you, bold person that <laughs> plays the drums. Bold person's ruining your life. They're just bold people just ruined me. What's all that about? So well, maybe we can get some of the Flix Watcher Twitter fans to yeah, suggest. Well, yeah, yeah. So if you could come up with an idea for me, that'd be great. I'm not yeah. going to give you any cash. <laughs> I'll <laughs> take you kudos. out for tea or something. Yeah, a retweet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just want the kudos, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So, Gail, you chose Okja. I did, yes. Yeah. So can you let us know why you chose it and give us a bit of a synopsis? Well, Okja, it was basically my daughter, who's 15, she recommended it to me because mm. I love my films. I, I tend to go for very dark films. You know, I mean, my favorite film of all time is Harold and Maud. Oh. It's not on Netflix. but It used to be. It was on there for a, a It great was while. on for a wee while, yeah. but it's not anymore. But anyway, Okja, my daughter mentioned it to me and I just, I watched it and I, I cry at everything. And so when I watch Okja, it's basically about a genetically modified pig. So Tilda Swinton, who's like the most amazing baddie in it <laughs> and the strangest thing was I used to babysit for her nieces and nephew. Oh, fantastic. So her brother, Jamie Swinton, was my boss. So I used to see her come in when I used to babysit. I was about 17, 18 years old. And she used to come in and, you know, she's beautiful. And she'd have these long black dresses on. And she'd be like having a little cigarette going, oh, yeah, we're going to be back in about an hour. Like two days later, they'd come back <laughs> and I'm still going, and we'll pay you later. I'm like, I don't care. You guys are just like crazy. But um, she's so brilliant in it and she plays such an amazing baddie. So she wants to modify these pigs to make them huge yeah. and sort of get as much, you know, meat from them. And yeah, it's just horrible and awful. And so there's a farmer that looks after Okja yeah. and he's basically to have this pig getting bigger and bigger and bigger on his farm and he's got this lovely granddaughter Miha Miha and Miha obviously falls in love with Okja I mean how can you not fall in love with the biggest pig in the world ever I mean I've been married Okja's awesome but <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking no but Okja is just like the most beautiful pig and they have this like love story at the very beginning mm -hmm. and then suddenly the grandfather has to get rid of the pig and of course Mija wants to 
just not having any of it. So yeah, it's just sort of a love story and and there's like a, a, a vigilante group that want to try and save all these amazing pigs and then Tilda Swinton's just being Tilda Swinton and mean and I don't want to spoil it, but it's just a beautiful story. It, it's like a love story. We did you say know? we did say you could spoil in Gale, so I'm not you said gonna, you don't want to, I don't want to I think spoil the three of us, I think the rest of us might spoil we bits might of it. We might accidentally spoil bits of it. Okay, well you go. I'm not doing it. it, but it's just so beautiful. And and the girl that plays Mija, I mean, oh, she's awesome. She's absolutely amazing, and the whole special effects, everything about the whole film is just it's magical. Mm. And I think sometimes when I watch so many dark things, there's sometimes when my daughter goes, "Mum, you got to watch this," and you just think, oh, "It's going to be really sad." And okay, I'll spoil it a little bit. It's not that sad. It gets happy. <laughs> Boyd, what are your what are your thoughts on? Yeah, uh, well, there's a couple of things that, that that you didn't mention, girl, in your in your otherwise Sorry. magical. But there's a lot going on in this film, yeah, and no, exactly. so we should mention the fact that a Jake Gyllenhaal plays this yes. kind of absolutely ludicrous kind of <laughs> wildlife expert TV star. Yeah, he's oh, like yeah, isn't and he's he, really odd. It's yeah. a really odd character, and yeah. I couldn't really quite odd. figure out if I liked him or no. not. Well, I mean, he's immensely irritating. But he's very but irritating. Jake Gyllenhaal throws himself into that role. He does role. not hold back at all, does Unbelievable. he? It's one of the most extraordinary performances of his career. And then there's also this group of kind of pro-animal liberation terrorists, Yeah, the basically. vigilantes. The vigilantes. Yeah. Who, the ALF animal liberation front. front. Right, yeah. who kind of trying to rescue Okja from the evil Tilda Swinton-led corporation. And they're kind of... But they're also... As, as the film goes on, I thought what was quite impressive about it was their morality is questioned as well because they're pretty... Their techniques and their methods are borderline terrorists, mm -hmm. basically. And, and that, exactly. that, that and, all and comes the thing out. Is, what, what I always thought is when they try to get Okja out the back of... Into, into a truck, yeah. you just think... It's not going to be that secret, right? Exactly. Because exactly. he's kind of pig. massive. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to do this? And and yet, like you say, they are sort of borderline terrorists, mm. and it gets a little bit violent. And it you does, just think, yeah. so hang on, where where where's the sort yeah. of line yeah. here? But I understand that. I mean, when it comes to animals, I would probably cross the line. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, it is a really interesting mix, isn't it? Of of kind. Of, it starts out you think it's almost like a fable, and it's very almost like family friendly. You got this this girl that kind of running through the fields with this giant, wonderful. It could, it's very Disney esque pig. at the start. Very Disney esque, and then by the end, it's really dark and yeah. horrible. And it's, it's not for kids. Just no, it's absolutely. <laughs> not for kids. Younger no. children, no. no. But I think also, so the, the, like when it's, it's the grandfather, isn't it? The grandfather. Yeah. yeah. And when he's just like get, he's he's quite happy. For his granddaughter to not be part of it because he wants yeah. to sell the pig, yeah. and you're just like, "What? That's your. This is your family. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what she thinks. He's just like, Absolutely, we want the yeah. money. We want. Yeah, it's, it's quite. It is quite upsetting. Helen. Oh my gosh, my daughter. <laughs> my daughter was the one that. Like, oh, said. Fifteen. Your daughter's fifteen. She's oh, that's 15. fine. That's fine. Yeah. I think it's it's anyone younger than fifteen. I think it would be dodgy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty bonkers. I mean, I haven't seen Snowpiercer, which is on my list of things to see. But yeah, I mean, there's so much, so different kind of themes. I was thinking, how would we kind of categorize it? Cause it's kind of fantasy. It's kind of sci-fi. I just it's think kind you could categorize it. No, it's one of the best things about it. Is it is it's kind of fantasy, sci-fi, fable, allegory, anti anti meat eating, tract, comedy. That is that is a genre on dark. <laughs> so, uh, so and Boyd Hilton puts on the back of the DVD <laughs> uh, it just goes on forever it's just yeah. like but yeah it's, a thriller uh, you know kind of it yeah. does got action adventure isn't it and I mean it is that. Uh, but I think that's the best thing about it is how uniquely uncategorizable that's the boldness of it sure. that yeah. it just defies any easy categorization and 
kind of almost I, I don't I can't think of anything particularly like it. I was trying to th- rack my brains just to think about a, fi- a film that's, that's no. Because I, I must admit, well, the first time I watched it, I did think I've got no idea what this film is. Because usually yeah. you can say, right, that's my favorite kind of thriller. Mm-hmm. This is this, and I watched Okja and I was like, I've got no idea what this is. I've got no clue whatsoever. I kind of went, do I like this? Do I not? Do I? And then by the end of it, I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I like really this. enjoyed it. But the thing was, Tilda Swinton sort of knocked me for a little bit because I wasn't sure. She kind of it was almost comical at the beginning. And then she yeah. she sort of grew into this evil character. It was almost like a Cruella Deville sort of metamorphosis, yeah. yeah. And so at the beginning, I was just like, I'm not entirely sure about this. But then by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I, I think like it's, this. it's quite hard not to be drawn in by the cast here. Paul Dano yeah. is one yes. of the guys. Yes. Pretty star studded. Animal Liberation yeah. Front. Stephen Yun, if you're a fan of, Walk, of the Walking Dead, yeah. he's in there. Also, your man from Breaking Bad who plays Gus Fring. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of things to drag you in there. Yeah. And one thing you haven't said, which might be a spoiler, which is a spoiler. Don't! <laughs> I swear to God, what are you doing? It's Tilda Swinton doesn't ah! just play. Yes. yes. Doesn't do what, sorry? <laughs> she doesn't just play more one. than one person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't do that! <laughs> so anyway... I don't, even, I don't think that's even a spoiler. No. Yeah, Anyone that's listening to the podcast, can I get a whoop, whoop, da, da, da. Stop! Okay, well, you spoil it. I'm not spoiling it. You do it. <laughs> Helen, you can spoil it. Oh, I'm, Helen. I'm not spoiling it. And also, I quite like how this is obviously set in the near future, but it's like, well, this could like happen in a year, maybe. Yeah, Someone yeah, could be breeding it could be happening now. super pigs. And it it kind of... We've got Donald got Trump as a very president. Very fine line about it. It does kind of scare me about the kind of experiments that people are running. Anyone, There's like 7 billion mm. people on the planet. There's some mad shit happening somewhere. Yeah. And this could be that mad shit quite Super pigs yeah. happening somewhere. Yeah. I would have a super pig... Would in you? a minute, absolutely. just as a, as a as a as a pet though. Absolutely, yeah. I would not eat a pig. No. Are you? Are you? If you don't mind me asking. Vegetarian, vegan? Are you? Oh no, I'm not vegan. Oh, okay. I, okay. I eat fish. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Same. I don't eat a super fish. I'm not going to eat like a massive fish. <laughs> well, that could be the sequel. That could be the sequel. The yeah. Sequel. What would it called? If it's called Okcha, and we're yeah. going to have Spishy, samja, splashy fish, Chunja, 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 Samja, yeah, yeah, Seabasja. We should say as well. I have to. I have to hold up. I have to admit that I know. A friend of mine wrote the screenplay for this film, John so, Johnson. Seriously, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I was gonna... So, and he is the author of books like The Psychopath Test. He's a brilliant. Yeah, Manister okay. goats. Yeah, yeah Manister goats. Is he married? He is married. Unfortunately, yeah. Sorry, lovely wife, and they live in New York now. He moved to New York with his son, and he has written a few scripts, but I think this is his absolute triumph of a script. Oh, really? Yeah, because... So where, where did he come from from this? What, what... Well, he... I th- it's quite it's quite random that he was asked to do it. I, th- I mean, he's, he is written, he's, he's written the film scripts, but he's, he, he became famous by making documentaries and kind of writing about true life, you know, kind of very interesting, quirky people in real life and kind of looking at conspiracy theorists and mm. psychopaths and kind of societies outsiders that go kind of a little bit like louis theroux-ish you know yeah. see i kind of i love all that stuff. yeah oh, john ronson's is, is if, if you like that he's kind of vibe, isn't it's he fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. his books are brilliant I, 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 oh you, my gosh yeah, yeah of course yeah. i've read his last book in fact so now i'm going on about john ronson sorry his right. last book which was so you think you've been publicly shamed is an absolute oh, incre- i must heard about read. that i've yeah. not read it that's all about and that's particularly relevant now i mean it gets more relevant it came out i think two years ago but it gets more relevant by the month because mm. it's about how people on twitter and, and, and social media, if they say the wrong thing, they can ruin their life because everyone piles on. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that... That's so true. Yeah, totally true. Yeah, It's just, so weird because... Just read I, the first chapter of that and you'll be hooked into, yeah, the, it's so into good. it completely. I, things with Twitter and everything like that. I, yeah. I read people's... I mean, I'm addicted to Twitter, but I always count to 10 
when I read things and I think, do you know what? Sometimes people th- put things on too quickly yeah, right. and you think, do you know what? That could ruin you. Yeah. Just yeah. think about it. Absolutely. Do you actually need to put that on? Do you okay. need everyone you to read your thoughts? speaking about anyone in particular? Well, there's so many people. There's so many people yeah. and it's a rain People in. don't think. People yeah. don't think. And people think that, you know, if they're angry, mm. you, you you read it. I, I always read. I, I do things like, oh, I can't sleep or I'm watching a great film. I keep it generic. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, that's the easiest way to do it. And sometimes I watch people just like, I just think you've just exploded. You yeah. have just gone, bam, you have got my anger. You've got, why would you do that online? You're going to yeah. do it. Write it down. Count to ten. I feel, I feel advice really for the president there. Absolutely. Of the, USA. <laughs> the, problem with the, the problem with I thought you were thinking the problem with Donald Trump is he has no shame, so you can't he can't be publicly shamed because he's the most no, shameless th- human th- being in the world. He is probably a psychopath. If you look at the psychopath test, then he kind of, kind of does. He, fit no, he, he fits it. Yeah, he does fit. Not it, that yeah. I've done it in private with him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have. yeah. Have you done it? Have you done yeah. DSM four? Have you? No, not for me, but I did it for him. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's he, like he's, he he's it, yeah. way up there. He is way up there. Yeah. But anyway, I think the reason. But back to John Ronson. The reason why he was asked to write the script by Bong Joon-ho was because I think, you know, he, th- he must have felt that John has a brilliant awareness of what's going on right now in society. You know, he's absolutely clued into yeah. the Western particularly. And, and, and so when it comes to the story of this wonderful pig and the wonderful little girl being taken yeah. to the West and kind of that horrible, there's a real sense of how nasty Western civilization is right now. And I think John has that awareness of the really nasty aspects of, and, I, and I'm guessing, I don't know for a fact, I haven't spoken to him about it, but I think that's why he wrote. The, he was asked to write the script by the director, and I think it is a brilliant know, I, script because I totally forgot it takes about in so much. Gillenhall, because yeah. he he was just so awful. Yeah, he's horrendous. He figure, was just yeah. a horrendous. I, you know, what you, do you think? He's just a sad character, isn't he? He's someone who was like. He was just an egotistical of- maniac that just yeah. wanted people to think that oh my gosh I'm in I'm in touch with wildlife I know everything I and he was just not no. he just basically needed to get laid yeah and it, yeah but you mean- can I say that yeah. yeah. I've I mean, it's, it's, it's in addition to the Jake Gyllenhaal sort of list of really horrible characters that yeah. he's been I playing love him. and yeah, some really. So give us a few of your favourites. Well, Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. That's the one you want yeah, to. Yeah, he was great. Go yeah, straight yeah. to him, that, isn't yeah. it? He should have won the Oscar for that. Yeah, it was, was he was brilliant wasn't even nominated. Yeah. yeah, outrageous. He's though. kind of on a mission to make himself into this kind of the most unlikable person on screen. He, but he plays likable people as well, though. He plays no, kind of Donny. Donny's is a good guy. Re- yeah, yeah, but Donnie. this is not recently. Anything life. he's made. Life. Donnie Darko. Film life about know, a, which is like Alien, but well, it's kind of exactly like Alien, really. He's a nice guy in that. Donny Darko is one of those films that you can watch every. You can watch it once a year and still Absolutely. not entirely sure what earth is going on. I but love you that film. love it. Absolutely I love that yeah. film. Can I give you an interesting fact about Jack Hall? I'd love one. In, um, <laughs> Did you just Google that? No, 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 no. I, I, this is genuinely from because you get to go to the to they do BAFTA screenings of films like this. In fact, I think they probably did do one. And certainly, his his most most a lot of his recent films have been nominated or you know kind of he's been he's been up there awards ceremonized. He's awards ceremonized. And I went to one once, and someone asked him in the Q and A. So he did a Q and A, and someone asked him, well, "How do you choose your projects? You know, how do you choose your films?" And you know, you expect actors to always sell the script or the director. He said the re- the way he chooses his films is the cinematographer. Oh, wow. that's the mo- first thing he looked. He, so, so who's really interesting? Who shot yeah. this then? So this was shot. Well, it is visually stunning. This film. Yeah. So I was going to go on to say. So it's slightly, and it's very interesting that you know we're at this point with where Netflix has brilliantly made motion picture films that are being watched primarily on 
screens yeah. on small screens. So it's, it's a kind of weird situation, but that's what he said. He, in fact, I can find out the cinematography. I'll just look it up. I should have. I should have uh, no, no, no. thought I, about I actually, that more. I, I struggled. Dar- last Darius night. Condi. Darius He's a very famous, very highly. He's one of the. I would say top four or five. Very, very widely admired. Amor, respected. Seven yeah. delicatessen. Right, seven. I mean, Paris. seven is one of the most beautiful, influential delicatessen visual visual fil- <laughs> films ever. So yeah, you know, there you go. It's, it's you, you can't see it, but Gail's face there after saying delicatessen. Oh my gosh. Well, seven. Seven. Oh, That's one of my favorite films. Yeah. 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 How could it not be? I mean, yeah. do you know what? When it came to Goop and. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, did you, you see her head in the box? <laughs> did you see Gwyneth Paltrow's Halloween? Yeah, costume? I know yeah. that was actually Fantastic. quite funny. Yeah, that was cool. I, That's I the coolest think, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think she had a sense of humor. No, I me mean neither. Because yeah. when I saw when I, I read all about the goop and everything, yeah, I was like, oh come on. Nonsense. And then when I saw her with her head in the box, I was like, Mom. yeah, yeah, that, she, that was the best thing she's done for years. But so, I think probably somebody probably did it for her. Maybe she probably yeah, got some PR person that's gone. Do you know what? Cynical. I am cynical when it comes to goop. Seriously, goop is a load of old. Shit. Yeah. So you talked about John Ronson. <laughs> One of my favourite films of recent years is Frank, which is also yes. John Ronson. Yeah, he wrote and that's that. Yeah. Semi-autobiographical. That is, yeah. I think he had another one that's out recently in the London Film Festival. I'm not sure if that's. He might have done, did he? Oh, now you have to. I missed that one. Oh, but right. um, I look forward to everything. I'm going to see him oh. as we record this. It's November. I'm going to see him. He's coming to do a show at King's King's Steve. Place, which is the home of podcasting. If you listen, guys, at King's Place. And yeah, I'm looking I forward. To... I think so. Yeah, of course. What do you mean you think so? Of Thanks course you can. <laughs> Let's do it, Gail. I'll come. Let's do it. That'd be amazing. Do you know what? I don't know what I do without Netflix. When I finished, I know we're we're talking movies, but I finished Stranger Things two this morning about two o'clock in the morning, (laughs) and I was literally like, "Oh my god, I've got to get a life at some point. What's happening now? I don't know what to do. I I just I live for Netflix at the moment." I'm not single and I don't have a cat. Okay, I've got both of those things. Don't judge me. Well, this is, a, I mean, it's got the Netflix branding on it. So it's released through Netflix. Is yeah. it one of those? I think. Co-financed and perhaps so, even predominantly financed. So this is a Netflix. This, I mean, we're going to talk about it when it comes to the scores, but this does not look like a film that we think would work well with a Netflix. You want, this is something you want as a typically a cinematic release, I would have thought. And then. You see it later yeah. on on DVD once you've seen it in the well, cinema. I don't know. I think it, I think it works as that because I can't think of other than obviously like being in London and having more art house cinemas. Mm. No major chain would pick this up because it's. Do you know I think? No, it's too bonkers and it sounds too foreign for them to have this as a major release. So by having it on Netflix and by them saying, you know, this is one of ours, it's premiering here, it just reaches a bigger audience so much quicker. Oh, I and mean, this the bigger audience thing completely yeah. but you still think i think it would have been an indie hit. yeah definitely yeah. it would have yeah. you know like it would have been on your local curzon or, or art house yeah, yeah. it would have been every a big art house be, film every, yeah. yeah definitely yeah but, but outside of that no i agree with you it's no. not it's not a mainstream proposition definitely not but and it is weird how this is such a visually striking. i mean i don't know how i feel about it i mean there are there are directors you know like that, that are really against this whole you know there's a whole can well, sure, film festival controversy yeah. where they're yeah. up in arms about that. And this was played at Cannes, didn't it? In fact, yeah. that's what this was the centre of that controversy, effectively, because this played at Cannes and was eligible for the main prize at Cannes. And people were furious that it wasn't being shown in cinemas. And kind of, it's interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Mm. The thing is, it, I mean, like you say, visually amazing. The script's amazing. It's, 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 it's a fantasy. It's wonderful. And you just think, is it that important that you're so angry that it's not in the cinemas? Or, yeah, yeah. Do you know, if, if something's great and something's intelligent and creative, mm. 
Does it matter where yeah, it goes? Yeah, I think you're probably right. I, th- I agree with does that. Does it yeah. matter? No, it does, probably doesn't matter, yeah. I think if you're a cinema purist, if you're, you're pro- I can see why it would matter, but I don't. I agree with you. Yeah. I think in this day and age, you can't. You no, can't be purist. No, I mean, I, I love going to cinema. I love going to see my old films. Mm. I love going to the every. I love going to the Prince Charles in mm. Soho. Yeah. And I love doing my, have you done a sing-along? <laughs> I, I, I did a sing-along with Pitch Perfect <laughs> when I first moved to London. I want to do a Moana sing-along. Are you sing single? Along. I'm, I'm not single. Well, you should be if you did a sing-along to Pitch Perfect, my friend. <laughs> what does that say? What's that say? I was talking like, I'm talking like, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show, not Pitch Perfect, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife went to Pitch Perfect and loved it. Total dissed. I know, it's just disrespected. I know. Absolutely disrespected. Oh, <laughs> Lordy. Pitch Perfect 3 on the way. Yeah, I know. Seriously? Yeah. That, yeah. Pitch Perfect oh, 3 yeah. and Star Wars in the same week. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So, I, I, do you know what? I'm actually like losing the will to live when it comes to Star Wars because <laughs> I have been like the biggest Star Wars fan in the world ever. I've even gone to Tunisia to go oh, to the seriously? sets. Yeah, I've done the whole thing. Did you have thing. the blue milk? Everything. Everything. What, and you didn't like the, the, the last Star Wars film? I just I'm finding it difficult. I think the minute Ewan McGregor We've really gone off topic now. Scary off topic. Sorry. <laughs> Ewan, the minute Ewan McGregor was in it, no. Oh no, those se- oh, the prequels yeah, were yeah, terrible. But the last ones. sequel, oh, The Force yeah. Awakens was fantastic. Yeah, Force Awakens. Right, oh, cool. Amazing. Fine, no, but everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, those you got me. Yeah, 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 you've got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So Oxia. Sorry. Back to Oxia. Sorry. <laughs> See, I told you, if you get us in here, we don't stop. That's what happens. We digress. It's fine. That's part of the podcasting game. There's no format. You've got to digress. Apologize. Well, what did you think, Kobe? Yeah, yeah, what did you, you think? Even, oh yeah, my gosh, you have not know, We know you love Pitch Perfect, but what about options? Pitch Perfect, excuse me? I liked it. I liked it. I'm not sure I liked it as much as a lot of people. And when we had the guys from Pitch House, from Pitch House podcast on, on here, and they'd seen it perhaps in, in a festival screen and they were raving about it. And I'm not raving about it in the same way they, they did, but I think there's... I think it's a great film. Mm-hmm. I love Paul Dano in this, actually. Yeah, he's, he's great, though. Yeah, he's really good. He's one of my favourites. I think I love how Jake Gyllenhaal really just dives into a role. He's and really horrible. Incredible. It, <laughs> it, just absor- it just absorbs the character, doesn't he? Yeah. But such a dick. But such like, it's yeah. this wormy, squirrely kind of... He's becoming kind of... a bit Robert De niro isn't he? I was going to say he's a great dick, but that sounds really bad, <laughs> doesn't it? But he's, a, he's good at being a dick. <laughs> he is, yeah. I'm sure he's got a great dick, but yeah, he is he's good at being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that clear. And one of the films, one of like many films this year that has uh, John Denver uh, yes. score in there. It's all about John Denver this it year, is, you're right. Yeah. It's kicking off Free Fire. Yeah. Alien film. Yes. <laughs> Alien, uh, whatever it was called, not very good. Covenant? Covenant, Covenant yeah. Covenant, yeah. And there's another one that's, I can't remember, come off the top of my head. Yeah, you're right. There's like four, you know. Isn't it in one of the, uh, like an animated film as well? And I can't remember which one. I can't remember. We'll, one of, we'll, yeah. You posed this as a trivia I question, did, so did you, you and should you can't know even the answer. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's gone, it's gone from my head. But, <laughs> but you're right, it's the year of Denver. Yeah. It's the year of Denver. 2017 is the year of Denver. Yeah, it's a great film. I think people should watch it. I do think I would have liked to have seen it in the cinema, but we'll talk about it in the, in the small screen that. score later. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've not seen Snowpiercer. Have you guys seen Snowpiercer? I have. Snowpiercer is one of the hardest films to to um, get Fine. to watch in this yep. country. It never got I distribution. Seen it. What, what's it's it? brilliant. It's basically it's kind of future. It's by this director on this massive train. It's on the massive train in the future where it's divided up by societies, kind of by class. And it's like a, and Tilda Swinton's in it, and it's fantastic. And it was never never got distribution cinema, and it's never been released on DVD or or Blu-ray, I believe so either. Where, where is it? I've got I've got an American DVD, and you can watch it on American iTunes if you've got an American iTunes account, which I do. <laughs> I'm Just waiting saying. for Netflix to get it. It's, it's got it. Someone's got to get it, and yeah. I think they're so turning it into a TV series, I believe. As well, yeah. Okay. It's an amazing. It's, it's, really it's, it's one of the best films. that's very hard to get hold of. And that's okay. Great, yeah. 
It's a, oh, it's oh. a fable to me. I've, I've yeah, heard we've heard people. so much about it yeah. and yet can't, yeah. can't find it. We can't find it. All right, guys, I think before we go into the scores, let's have a bit of break for popcorn. Oh. Do you literally eat popcorn in this bit? We do. We I do. Oh, I don't yeah. like popcorn. You like the sound? You like the, so I'm going to have some popcorn. Here. <laughs> I hate that crunchy sound. No, you're so anti-popcorn, aren't you? I just don't like crunching. You don't even eat it when you're not in the cinema. No, I don't. No. I don't oh, no, eat. you don't like popcorn. We'll that's, that's pure, that is. Nice. I think this is the first non-popcorn popcorn popcorn moment. I don't like yeah. popcorn. I don't so like Do you like any sweet. snack? Any snack for the cinema? Cheese. Cheese. No, I don't take snacks to cinema. No, that's like sacrilege. I'm sorry. My cinema experience is like... Where do you like to sit in the cinema? On my own. <laughs> On my own, in the middle, no or at the front. But you know what? I, I I had this wee period of my life. Well, okay, I'm still doing it. I go on my own, and I I, I love it because mm. you know I did film when I was at university, and that was my thing. And so there was a ma- there's a man that sits at the back of my cinema. I say it's my cinema. It's not really my cinema. It's owned by the audience. But anyway, but it's my cinema. But he sits at the back and I was going, oh, weird man on his own at the back. (laughs) (laughs) And then he, I'm now going in. He's like, all right. I was like, oh my God, he thinks I'm weird bald woman at the front on her own. And I'm thinking he's weird and he's thinking she's weird. So I've got a kind of like, all right. Right. Well, like, I'm a, I'm a freelancer, so I go to the cinema quite often in, in the day because it's just easier and by myself. And normally, it's scattered single single blokes go by themselves. And me. Yeah. <laughs> and now, Gail, I'm, if I find yeah. you, gonna sit next to you. And I'll be like that. All right. I'll five me. Yeah. Mitch, do you ever are you ever tempted just to go and sit next to one and just really creep them out? No. Do you know what someone did that to me, breathe, boys? Just on I'm them. not even really? joking. I went to Leicester Square when I first moved to London. I was mm. like, do you know what? I love my films. I'm going to go to Leicester Square, and it's so expensive. It's like yeah, fifteen yeah. pounds. Yeah. Or something for a yeah. ticket and I was like this is like my ultimate dream I've come to Leicester Square I'm going to a big cinema I've just done you know my dissertation on taxi driver I'm going to go and watch something really horrible I think I went to see some horror film and I sat in the middle of Leicester Square nobody was there apart from one guy that came walking down and obviously he was not right in the head and he came and sat right next to me oh, God. and I was just sitting there and he put his hands on his knees and I was like that no, oh, this is not. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a no from me. Did you it's move? A no. <laughs> Moved. I went home. <laughs> Fled. I went home. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? God. I went, I went to HMV and bought a DVD yeah, and I was like, no, yeah, I'm yeah. done. It's a, it's a no. Did you consider leaving London? Did you think that was going to happen every single time? You went to I just cinema? got such a fright. I was like, why would you do that? That's terrible. Yeah. You know, it's like, if people, my other question is, if people are eating popcorn loudly next to you, do you, do you have a go at them? I do this. Seriously? Oh, wow. <laughs> Seriously, I've been in the cinema with you. <laughs> I don't like it though. But no. you know what? If you're that hungry, eat something before or have a wee snack when you're watching the, the trailers. But don't eat during the film. So this ties in very nicely because one of your alter egos <laughs> was about Floyd and Boyd on uh, yeah. Wits Tenant's Standings, well, yeah, yeah. where the Wits Tenant Code of con- Conduct, <laughs> conduct is. No, no crunchy food. No, and crunch. no loud food. No loud yeah. food. Yeah. No, no loud crunchy food. food. No, soft, smelly food. soft foods, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know soft. what? Yeah, exactly. Do you want a marshmallow? Yeah. Have a yeah. marshmallow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to suck yeah. a gummy bear? Suck it. Mm, you suck, oh, sucking is kind of on the on the on oh, the. Yeah, but don't do this. Cusp. No, no, no. Just yeah, do this. Yeah. I went to um, the yeah. premiere of Murder on the Orient Express last week, and Ooh. someone oh, is it rubbish? Just throwing that in, and no, it's, it's good fun. It's good fun. I have issues, some issues with it. I'd say it's like two out of five. Three. 
Three. Two and a half. Three. Two and a half. Three. Two and a half. Anyway, this this person <laughs> next to me, this this woman next to me, was eating popcorn really loudly. And further down my row, this other woman was furious with her and and said, like, kind of nodded to me to shut her up to stop her. And I'm like, well, I, I'm not gonna, I can't stop her. You know, it was a whole scene. It was a whole scene. Yeah. <gasps> but but the premiere, that's extra, like, just that's yeah, really rude. Yeah, that's it was rude. a bit much. Anyway. But you know what? Someone once turned up when I went to see. I can't remember what it was. I went to an Everyman, and someone bought a packet of crisps. Who oh, eats crisps? crisps. Yeah, it's, it all the time. They sell crisps. They sell crisps. They sell Why lot. would you? I know it's bad. I know. Seriously, I know. they sell. Don't they? Like <laughs> they sell can... loads of things. Yeah. I mean, hot dogs, it's the, it's nachos. Nachos, it's... nachos, right? Yeah. Nachos. Nothing's yeah. crispier than a nacho. No. I mean, I have it before. <laughs> have what you want. You know, you're not going to starve. It's We've like two hours. Such a raw topic. <laughs> Sorry, I get really, really upset. Sorry, it's two hours. You're not going to starve. Just do not eat. If you want your nachos before or after, end of. Let's do it. Well, that's the end is popcorn time. End of popcorn time from popcorn show. Yeah, so I ruined that, didn't I? That was no. It's good to know what people think about yes. their, their cinematic treats. Stay co compliant, guys. So, the scores. The famous scores. So, right. these are um, patented Flix Watcher scores. They are out of five. You can have points if you want decimal places and the first stop is our recommendability so basically you know what's how much would you recommend it and sort of like your overall feeling towards this film and we'll start with you Gail. oh so how much would i recommend okcha yeah out of five five. um out of five i would probably say it's really difficult to recommend films depending on your sort of i i go with three okay i go 3.5 3.5 yeah i say 3.5 Boyd. I'm going to go four. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think most people should would get something out of it. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go four as well. I don't think it's perfect, and there's a few things that don't quite work, but I think it's really interesting and bonkers. Yeah. And I like that it's on Netflix. I'm going to give it a four as well. I think it's a. This is the kind of thing that would be hard to see in the cinema. I know what you're talking about before. We said it would have a limited release in the cinema, maybe like a two weeker. And it's great that things like this are on Netflix readily. And yeah, to have a go, I think. Four. Four for me. Repeat viewing score. Have yeah. you have you seen this more than once? I've seen it twice. Yeah. Do you like it both times? Yeah. I think the second time was better. Okay. Just because I was sort of... You're yeah. ready for it. I was ready for it. Because, I was, I was, you know, at first I thought it was kind of like acute. What's going on? And then the second time... I mean, you, you understand what's going on by the end of it. But I think once you understand at the end, then you go back and watch it again. So, yeah, I definitely recommend, recommend repeating. So, what do I give it? So I guess I it's like how often, you, how often you like it's, it's like a gut instinct. I'd watch it twice. Yeah. So and that's it. And that's it. So not that high then. No, I, someone, it's not like the Harold and Maud, which I'd watch every week. Yeah. So that, so, that, so that would be a five. So Harold and Maud so yeah. would be a five for you. Where would this rank? Uh, this would be a two. I boy. Well, weirdly, I've watched it twice as well because uh, I had to review it and from like a streaming thing on Netflix, and then I watched it at home again in my huge TV in Ultra <laughs> HD. <laughs> <laughs> just showing off now yeah. Yeah. He's just showing off yeah. I'm a massive TV it's massive. Yeah. <laughs> with my massive shoes yeah. with my massive pyjamas so I'm going to give it and I really enjoyed it so I'm going to give it a three okay yeah. so you'd like to watch it again maybe not yeah. not so soon I would go back yeah. Yeah. in his massive house Helen kind <laughs> of <laughs> Well, I watched it on my medium-sized TV. 
in my tiny home. I've only seen it once. I'm not in a rush to go back and see it, but I think I would probably maybe watch it again. So down the middle, 2.5. 2.5. I'm going to go Boyd side three, I reckon. Well, it's definitely worth watching again. And I watched it twice. And like with, like with Gail, I think I got more out of it, a bit more out of it the second time. And I think I was focused on the pig so much the first time. <laughs> yeah. The second time around, I think I really enjoyed Paul Dana. I think he's really, Yay. really cool in this, and Stephen Young. So three. Can I have my extra 0.5 in the score? You said 2.5, sorry. Yes, please. Oh. Thank you. Small screen score. This is the one that tends to be the most perplexing. So it's kind of what we've already discussed about it being on Netflix. Sort of think about would you have liked to see it in the cinema, but then also kind of think about it existing in the Netflix streaming world. Yeah. So you had a massive TV, boy. So yeah. you, your small screen score might be different. Yeah, I'm fine with it. So, okay. <laughs> So just means okay. So how would that work? So if I'd like to have seen it in the cinema, it's got a lower small screen score, basically. So so if it works perfect for like some. But if you enjoyed watching it on the TV, I enjoyed watching it. But I would have loved to have watched it on the big screen, just because I'd love to see a massive pig on a big screen. Yeah. So that means it indicates a smaller screen score. That's at least a three, I'd say. Okay, I'll go for the three. Boyd. Well, yeah, it is visually impressive, but I still think it works. I'm going to give it three as well. Yeah, I think. Alan. I'm going to give it a four. I I don't think, I mean, would I have gone to see it at the cinema? I probably would have missed it. I'd, so I'd have been to catch I, on Netflix anyway. Yeah, yeah so yeah, this I is it. I would have seen it at the cinema, but yeah. I would have, if if I knew that I had to watch it, I would have seen it in the cinema, but I wouldn't have gone and gone, you know, I wouldn't have queued up and gone, I'd love to. I wouldn't have gone to this, you know, I wouldn't have queued up to see it. Yeah. It's not like I was waiting for Star Wars The Force Awakens. And also we've we've reviewed a couple of things that have got the Netflix sort of either branding or the netflix money behind it that haven't been as good as this yeah. so as this is definitely what they should maybe be doing a bit more of getting this kind of talent as um and one of their sort of netflix originals as they call i'm going to disagree with you and go for it too i think i would have liked to have seen this on the bigger screen and would have certainly had i know it had a, had a super super limited release in the curzon when this first came out in the uk yeah. and i didn't get a chance to to go and see it but i would have liked to have done i think I'm not that big a fan of the actual pig itself in terms of the CGI. I think sometimes it's like, I think it's great, but sometimes it's when Jake Gyllenhaal and the guys are touching it, you just, you just it doesn't feel like as weighty. As... It's real. Yeah. But no, anyway, it's real. It's real. It's yeah. going to come and live in my house. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love that pig. And come with you to, to every man in Belsa's park. Absolutely. <laughs> On a lead. In fact, you know what? Okja doesn't even need a lead. No? Because he's really well True. trained. Very well trained. Very well Knows trained. how to rescue you from a cliff if you ever go walk in a hamster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm just going to... Oh, no. Oh, it's all right. Oak just got me. It's fine. I'm not going to die. Not when Okja's around. Engagement score. What does that mean? If you're going to marry the pig? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you want to. I so want that pig to live in my house, but it's a wee bit too big. Do you want to explain it, Helen? I mean, how engaged were you? Obviously, when you're watching a film at home on Netflix, it's a bit more tempted to, you know, play on your phone and paint your nails, do things like that. Were you do my hair funny, <laughs> fully engaged? Or yeah, I was fully engaged. Yeah. I loved it. I didn't do anything apart from watch Yoksha. Yeah. So what do I get? Is that that's a high? That's a five or a there's a one. What's the highest? Highest five. five. Highest five. Okay, I don't know. You know, I don't know how you do these things sometimes one's amazing and five's not i don't know i'm trying to deal with my daughter doing exams and she's oh like yeah one's the best i was like what that's confusing i know exactly and i used to be blonde <laughs> do you know what i mean it's all very confusing so i'd say a five five yeah yeah i was fully engaged so i'm gonna give it a five as well yeah 
Helen? I'm going to go four. I was mostly engaged, but I did do a little bit of Wikipedia IMD <gasps> being just like, oh. <laughs> Sharp intake of that, breath. That person, <laughs> yeah. I was just seeing that yeah. for drama. I, I could be in a movie. I liked it. Four. <laughs> so four? Yeah. Not much, but a little bit. So I can't lie and say I was 110%. I'm going to have 4.2. I liked, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> two. 4.2. Oh, I forgot 2. we can give, like, you can do whatever you want. Amounts Adam Buxton it. gave it pie. Gave yeah. one score pie. <laughs> wow. That's, that's well, that's, that's Adam Buxton, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't all be that clever. Yeah, I was generally engaged. I did, I did. I think I was trying to work out where I can get Snowpiercer at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, what? I did think that. I was like, mm, this is like Can this. My DVD. What like? What's the Snowpiercer? It's the film. That's we talk the film. The, the uh, on, film. On the train. That you can't get home. Oh, right. The one yeah. that you can't get home. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Film. I thought it was some sort of a dodgy like piercing <laughs> that you get your nipples frozen or something. <laughs> I've done that. So that gives an overall... <laughs> <laughs> we get an overall score of 3.5, which is a yeah, bit... It's pretty good. I thought it was, I thought it'd be a bit higher than that. Yeah, I think it's a bit low. I'll have to rethink. But you uh, only gave it a three point three, so why would I that gave be it a high? four? You gave it an engagement score of four, but then Pete viewing oh. score was quite low, and so was small screen score. You get you're the highest score overall, Gail. Three point oh, seven five. No, that's me. That's me. That's boys. Yeah. I'm three point three seven five. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually oh, yeah. the lowest. You're the lowest. Damn it. Oh, sorry. That's my film. <laughs> that, is, that is weird. <laughs> no, but that's that's just how it rolls. That's how the that's how that's the, how unique scoring system. That's point. how it works. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely unique. Yeah. So, guys, I think great opportunity to let everyone know who's listening, how we can find you online, and say sayonara or what's it? Say goodbye in whichever language. <laughs> Farewell from me at Boyd Hilton. I thought you were going to go into the sounds of music <laughs> <Yeah>. there. Farewell <laughs> from me. Yeah. At Boyd Hilton, yeah, on Twitter and um, what's the other one? Uh, Net- Arsenal Podcast. <laughs> Arsenal Podcast. At Netflix, I didn't say. Yeah, I'm on, on Netflix. Instagram. Oh, yeah, Instagram and Footballistically Arsenal Podcast and Unmissables Podcast. Oh, God, just so much. Sorry. So much. Yeah. I found there's many people that once you're on one podcast, they're on many podcasts. It's, yeah, it's addictive, isn't it? world, yeah. Yeah. I'm just very simple. I'm at Gil Porter. That's me on Twitter. And on Instagram, I am at I am Gil Porter. Ah. So we'll link to all these in the show notes and so we can find you, basically. Thanks for coming. I, my address is uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a phone number uh, oh, shoe seven. size four. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for coming on, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. We had a lot of fun doing it. Please do check out all the details in the show notes to find out all the details about our guests, where to find them on Twitter, where to find their website, where to harass them. Don't harass them because they're very nice people. (laughs) Thank you very much to our editors as always. Toby is the main guy who who helms and carves our voices. And also hello to Tony, Jay and Greg and everyone else at GL Productions who we haven't met yet. Of course, Please big up Mighty People for the tunes you can hear now. And at the start of the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Find us on Twitter at Flixwatcherpod and visit our website, flixwatcher.tv. 